Hello, everyone. Welcome to a Port Misery Daily Recap. I'm still going to do, like, a major recap at the end of the week, but, you know, I've done the first two days. Why not just keep it going? Okay, so today, it was kind of slow. It was kind of slow, not going to lie, not going to lie. Um, so we had, GH seems to be, like, shoving characters into stories. Like, I, I guess every episode, whether we need it or not, and, like, trying to, I try to go and see, like, okay, what are the preliminary storylines that are going to be happening? But, you know, they kind of, like, go into each other. They fold in and out. People start one place. They start in one storyline. They end in another. And so um, I'm trying to find the best method for that because I only have 25 tweets. Um, sometimes I can try to go a little over if um, if my last storyline I've done it with seems uh, continues on. But, like, I have to be very selective. And I've realized just doing it these past few days that, like, they shove so many characters into an episode. So let's try and break it down. Let's break it down. Um, most let's do least interesting and most interesting as always because for some reason I talk more about the least interesting ones because I want them to be more interesting I figure like we all know why the interesting ones were interesting but least interesting I'm gonna go with Curtis um Portia and Curtis um they're just still so awkward. There's just this awkwardness because they're wanting to do everything right and just like, we want to be super mature about this. And it's like, and you already have Portia being like, we're not doing anything until you tell Jordan, we go on a date, we I refinance my mortgage, I, you know, go get a to my dental hygienist, I go get my nails done, like, why is there such a long list, can you guys just fall into bed already, like, by the time, it's gonna be like a Cam and Joss, Joss situation, where I don't even care, like, I don't even care that this is happening, because it's taking too long, like, hurry up, but they're having this conversation, and then, you know, Curtis just, all of a sudden, he's like, have you told Trina about the time you cheated on her father with me? Which is just a weird, a weird thing to talk to your 18-year-old daughter about. I mean, that's kind of like deathbed status. Like, you know, I'm dying and I just want you to know the tea. I want you to live with it. But like, <sighs> Curtis, what have you been talking about? And he starts comparing it to like the Jordan lies, which like Jordan's epic lies on this show weren't even to Curtis. Let's keep that 100 right now. They weren't even to Curtis. They were to Thomas. Like, she lied about not banging his friends and then had the man's son and then passed it off as Thomas's. That's the real doozy of a lie. And when she had her son believing she was a drug dealer, that wasn't a good look. Like, TJ and Thomas who he's named after, by the way, not really his father. I mean, in all the ways that counts, it's his father. But, you know, biologically, like, if he needed a kidney, he could not go to the Ashford family. But, like, those are the people who, Sean, you know, because he lied to Sean. He just, She just, like, sent his own son to him, was like, well, technically, this is your son, so I'm going to send him to you. I'm just going to send him to you because... You are technically his father, so this is your friggin' responsibility, because I'm busy pretending to be a drug dealer. Jordan Ashford is a friggin' mess. I, You know what? She's growing on me. She's growing on me. So Portia, rightfully so, 
rightfully so. It's just like, I'm, I will absolutely not be doing that. I will not be doing that. What's wrong with you? Like, you, this is how you can tell Curtis don't have kids. Like, I don't have kids, and I know that you shouldn't put heavy stuff like that on a kid. Like, how, you think that Laura is just going to be casually like, oh, yeah, like, the time your mom banged Curtis 20 years ago. Like, you think Taggart's going to say something to, I don't know, Taggart could be messy. You know, Taggart could be messy when he wants to be, so I don't know. He might be right about him, but who else knows? Like, this Jordan, I mean, Jordan's not, they would never allow Jordan to be that messy and, like, petty. I would love that for her, but they wouldn't allow it. Never, never. Um, so they kind of have like a mini tiff, which doesn't seem great for their relationship. They're already having like, Curtis is already dumping his Jordan beef onto Portia, like, which means she's a rebound. She's a rebound. Honey, Portia, run. Run, Portia, because you're a rebound and he's already taking his beefs with Jordan out on you. Like, my last girl lied to me. And until you get over that, my guy, don't be in a relationship with me. That's my response. But, you know, Portia, make better choices. You're a doctor. Moving on. Um, Next, whatever storyline. Um, Joss and Trina in this tiny, tiny pool. This pool is just getting more and more ridiculous every time I see it. I feel like because they put it in every episode, it gives us a chance to see how ridiculous this set is. Let's break this down. The pool is like three feet deep, which, I mean, we've seen it in Soaps and Depth. If you were able to see the photos, like, you can see the pool. But, like, the more they show it, like, they finally put um, covers on on the chairs. They put, like, little padded um, lounge chair covers. There we go. I cannot find the word. Onto the Metro Court. Because, first of all, they're, like, an inch away from the pool, like, the chairs are an inch away from the pool, and that's, like, where they're, the foot of the chair is, like, an inch away from the pool, and then the back of the chair is, like, two feet away from wherever the, the metro court is supposed to begin, like, the set is so small, and I mean, it's a small set, it's, what do I expect them to do, I live here in LA, and, like, Prospect Studios is not a big studio, um, if you ever come to LA, if you've never been, you can see some of the really big studios, Paramount's a huge studio, um, Sony's pretty big, takes up a few city blocks, um, Warner Brothers and Universal are literally whole towns, like, Universal Studio City is, like, its own town, and, you know, Warner Brothers is behind it, and Burbank, so, like, studios are big, and Prospect Studios is not one of the big studios, so, like, I don't expect it to be, like, a huge set, but just don't show it as much, like, that's my advice, it's like, we gotta get out of the pool, we gotta get out of the pool, because, like, the more I see it, the more ridiculous it becomes, it's like Cyrus's apartment, like, why does he live in a studio apartment, he's a drug lord, he should be in the house next to Sonny, why did you let Sonny buy that house, like, that just takes away so much drama, because Sonny can't have annoying neighbors, but whatever, whatever, I'm, I've gone off track, I've gone off track, I've gone to a more interesting story in my own mind, that's what happened, so back to Joss and Cam, Joss is like, first Joss is kind of like, stay away from Spencer, and I'm like, are we gonna start, I would, I don't want Joss to just dis, disappear Cameron, or her love for Cameron, um, hopefully this is just Jocelyn being concerned for her friend because she knows Spencer is, like, a little shit, but they seem to be setting up a Joss-Spencer-Trina love triangle, 
Now, I am torn because that would be actually interesting, right? Like, that would be interesting. Let Jocelyn, she is the daughter of Carly Corinthos. Let her inner Carly come out. And she just sees her friend living a good life. And she's like, no, honey, I want that. It just disregards Cameron. Like, I just... I just want drama on this show. Like, I don't want bad things for Trina. I would be team Trina all the way, honey. I'd be like, Jocelyn, you have gone to the dark side, and I am not with you, but I am interested in hell in this. Like, you are keeping me entertained, girl. Like, that's what I want. So as much as I don't want bad things for Trina, I do. I am pro-mess. I'm always pro-mess. So we'll see what happens. That was very quick. It was very quick. It was mostly Trina being concerned about her mom's former howays and like she doesn't know that they're former she thinks they might be current you know and to be honest she's not wrong because Portia and Curtis have been doing this weird dance since Portia like showed her face in Port Charles and so I don't we have to assume Portia's been in Port Charles as, as long as Trina's been in Port Charles so it's just when she showed her face and Curtis was like, oh, it's you, you, we've just been in the same town for two years and have not run into each other once, but, yeah, know, it's a soap opera, I'm digging too deep, I'm going too much into this, but she's worried that her mom might have broken up Jordan and Curtis, girl, I wish that's what had happened, I wish that's what had happened, it's not what had happened, you don't have to worry about that, but I, unless this ends with you know, Curtis really being Trina's father and, like, Trina finding out about the affair and thinking that Curtis might be her father and then that being the case, like, who really cares about Trina's turmoil about her mom's former thoughtdom? Like, okay, your mom was a thought. It happens. She was real cute back then. I'm imagining her. First of all, she's real cute right now. She's killing this. She looks great. But, like, even back in the day, like, she's one of those people, like, Anna Duvain, she just keeps getting prettier. So, back in the day, I'm, like, thinking about her on Passions. Like, she could get anybody. Like, yes, I can understand Curtis pushing up on her. And so, like, don't even be mad at your mom. Like, you have to think of your mom wasn't always your mom. You know, she had a life. She was doing stuff before you came along. And so, I don't even, if that's the drama, like, but that's, that's pretty much them. That's them. Uh, then we have Brasha. Brasha was kind of interesting. Um, Gladys is over there messing with Carly. We'll do her when we get to Carly and Laura. Brasha is finally in the same room together. Really happy for them. That's a big step in their relationship, actually getting to share scenes together. And so they're at the Metro Court, which, um, as Gladys pointed out, I assume Sasha's paying for it because Brando don't got no job. Like, whose car broke down in the last few days? He's just been moping around poor Charles, being like, should I not be in the mob or should I be in the mob? You know, he came to the conclusion that he shouldn't. So I guess their storyline is to have an annoying mother. Um... <laughs> Brando pretty much Sasha kind of finesses him because I mean I it's it's a good finesse it's she's using her powers for good because like she convinces Brando to get him to kick his mom out of her to kick his mom out of his house good for you girl and then when he tells her 
she had Gladys has a straight breakdown. She's just like, what am I going to do? Like, ah, and he was like, I don't know, get a job. Mm, what normal people do and she was just like what no one else in this town has a job but she's not wrong like who when do we see people working we saw a few people working today but you know like we saw people at work we didn't actually see them working like we have Carly she's just sitting here having lunch with her friend she's like why does why do Carly and Olivia run the restaurant that's always what I want to know like they can't afford a host like why are they always the host like I was a host once upon a time at a restaurant, and it is, like, the lowest position of job. Like, you have to, like, beg the waiters for tips because you don't get tipped as a host. You just don't. And so, why are they always the host? But Kylie wasn't even doing that. She was having lunch. She was drinking champagne with Mayor Collins, who was not running the city was not running this city. He, She was getting drunk with Carly. And then you got Sasha having lunch with her baby daddy and his annoying mother. You have Finn not being a doctor, just at the hospital not saving lives. And Elizabeth, with her killer baby daddy not saving lives. Like, you have a lot of people at work not working. But moving on, let's get back to Brasha. Sorry for that tangent. So, sorry for that tangent, everybody. Um... She starts panicking. Gladys starts like, oh, what am I going to do? Like, I'm going to have to actually work. What am I going to, I have no skills. And so Sasha was like, look, this is soap opera. This is poor Charles where you could just get a job even if you're not qualified for it. Like Lulu Spencer became a reporter because she felt like it. Just because she felt like if she didn't go to school for journalism, that's a thing. That's a thing that people do. You go to school and you learn how to actually be a journalism. You learn journalist. You learn about ethics. You learn about writing technique, all that kind of stuff. But Lulu just put her mind to it, and she was top journalist in Port Charles. So Sasha was like, "You could do that too, girl. You could be my assistant." And so that's gonna be a mess. That's gonna be a mess. Um, hopefully we we'll get more Lucy though, because Lucy's gonna be like, "Bitch, what did you do? Like, girl, you just." <laughs> You hear me making unilateral decisions like this, bringing irritating people into my life. But hopefully that'll be funny. I think that'll be funny just seeing, like, Gladys at deception. And, like, hopefully Carly won't have to deal with her anymore. Because, ugh, ugh, that's just so, I feel bad for my girl. Okay, Carly and Laura. So Carly is out here marinating the memories. She's thinking about taking her rings off and getting new rings and... I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be sad or, like, happy for her. Because, like, I love LW, but she's playing it weird. Because she is playing this I'm super sad for my Carson Hart, you know, ooh, Sunny. But then every time Jason gave her a ring, she just looks like she's glowing, you know. Like, yes, my dreams. And she actually brought up that, like, this is what she's always wanted, you know. And so, you know what, I give credit to LW because, like, She's playing the conflicted Carly. She's playing, like, the Carly that's like, girl, you getting... This was the OG goal. This was the OG goal to have Jason all to yourself. He's not, like, this is his choice. You know, he got to do it. And now I'm out here in my feelings about Sonny Corinthos, that trash bag. And so, you know, I appreciate the way she's playing it. But as a lot of you guys have pointed out on Twitter... um. Everybody being super excited for this wedding and telling her that Sunny would approve 
where are y'all getting this from? Like, where are y'all getting this from? Like, can one person besides Gladys Corbin be like, what the F? Sonny would hate this. And it's, it kind of irritates me that she knows him better than everybody because she just met him. She just met him. She's like, I met him three times and I just know that he's not the one. He wouldn't he wouldn't be down for this. And then, um, as Chris Kim pointed out, because I love him. I love I just have people who I interact with a lot. And so those are the ones who get shout out with. Um, yeah, interact with me. I'll shout you out. But Chris Kim, he's a Laura fan. And he was upset that like Laura was comparing Kevin and her to Jarly. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think Kevin is about to, we gonna have a lot of John Lindstrom coming up because Kevin's uh, about to get read for fills by Laura. I have a feeling that that's about to, when Ryan start murdering again, ooh, it's going to be bad for Kevlar. I'm a Kevlar stan, so I'm I'm hurt, but I feel like that's where it's going. That's definitely where this is going. And so her comparing... Obviously, Kevin and Laura had a way less dysfunctional, like, relationship than Charlie. I mean, Laura and Kevin, they knew each other back in the day. And then, you know, when he started helping her with that puzzle, because he was just randomly into puzzles, which I thought was funny. And then, like, they were kicking, and, like, it seemed, I think when they first got together, I was focused more on Kevin, because, you know, all this stuff had popped off with Lucy and Scott, and he had been embarrassed, and, like, you felt bad for him. That was the last time you had seen him, when she embarrassed him like that at the nurse's ball. And so, when they brought, like, Laura into his orbit, I was like, see, this is really good. Like, he doesn't need a messy person like Lucy. Like, I love my queen Lucy, and I love Kevin and Lucy, but, like, Kevin needs a break, because Lucy's too messy. But now it turns out that, like, Lucy's so messy, we never got to see how messy Kevin could be. Because in compared, Laura brings a lot of mess because she's just got, like, degrees of mess surrounding her at all times. She's like planet Earth. She just got, like, a trash satellite just out, like, surrounding her constantly. Carly, Nicholas, Spencer, like, just complete freaking garbage right and so like Laura that's who she is right she's just always has garbage around her so it's Kevin seemed like oh he's just a nice cool person but no it turns out that he's messy too he's messy too and so maybe they are alike in that way because Kevin is secretly a mess but I don't know it's a weird dialogue it's weird trying to like make all these different people in town pro Carly and pro Jarly and pro all this like I I can't remember who said it but I think it, it's like everybody in town is just sick of their shit like they're just thinking like yeah get married whatever who cares who cares all right boom most important story going on so far Fanna and Liaison so Fanna is staring at the empty freezer Anna starts asking the right questions. Was he really dead? Finn takes offense to this. Like, Holmes, the fridge is empty. Like, the freezer's empty. There's there's no one in it. So, like, either you being followed and you just got some dark angel walking around getting rid of bodies for you, which you don't. You don't know anyone like that. Or he wasn't dead. So, what's going on? At the same time, 
Liz is having a straight breakdown. Elizabeth, ugh, if if Becky Hurst don't get nominated for something for this storyline, like that's a travesty because she is just running around like a crazy person right now. She is just having a straight breakdown. For some reason, she is just so anti Anna Duvain. <coughs> Excuse me. She's so anti Anna. She's just like. Anna, she's gonna find, like, Anna found the body, and blah, 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 and, like, I don't know if, in her mind, Anna is just super cop, and she's just like, I'm about the law, you're both going to jail, or if Anna would throw her under the bus to save Finn, that would be hilarious, like, the soap won't let us do that, and Anna wouldn't do that, Anna's a good person, that's something I would do, you know, I'm not gonna put me on Anna, but, like, she was just panicking, and then Jason in contrast is just super cool. He's just like, girl, don't even trip. There's no body. There's no crime. Like, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like, who did, who, what happened? I don't see anything. Nothing happened, according to me. And so, Spinelli turned the cameras off, and apparently he's slipping because, like, he got caught immediately, and the new person that Monica hired, she hired some, like, anti-Spinelli guy, like, just make sure you that good. And so they he called the cops and Dante and Jordan, Dante just like in a suit forever. He got all the sunny suits, I think. Because he's constantly in like a dark suit like Sunny. I'm like, did you just get Sunny? Like I feel like Carly just drove over to drove over to his house and was like, Take all these suits. Like I can't look at them anymore. Here, take them. And he's just like, I will wear them. Cause he's still being controlled by a pen. Like, that's pen, Dante. That's big pin controlled, Metro Court pin controlled Dante. He's being controlled by a Metro Court pin. But he got the suits. He's wearing his suit. Um, they get the call. Jordan's like, mm, the cameras went down. Let's go. They go to the basement that everybody just remembered exists. <laughs> everybody just remembered about that basement on the, that goes from the roof. And there's Anna and Finn. Anna starts immediately like, let me lie to Jordan's face. Like, I'm not here investigating. Remember, I'm in the WSB. And Jordan's like, yeah, that tracks. And then she's like, well, why is Finn here? Because she just decided to show up for work today. (laughs) She just decided to show up for work. Finn immediately starts lying. I think it was Kat who said Finn don't got no problem lying now that he's, like, murked somebody. Like, now that he's caught a body, he's good at (laughs) all of a sudden he can lie. He don't have ethics. It's super funny. But Finn started lying. Like, I just saw Anna, and I was concerned. Like, what were you going to do to help Anna Duvain Finn? Absolutely nothing. But Jordan don't have any reason to not believe them, right? So she's like, whatever. Dante, Metro Court Pen controlled Dante. Go see, find some blood. He's like, mm, I found some blood. This seems sus. And so now Jordan and Dante are involved. Where's his baby? You didn't find the baby, like, but they still assume Peter's life. And so then Anna says, like, go away. Let me fix it. Let me fix it because you done messed up. I'll leave it to me. Go find Elizabeth. And Because so, she already know Elizabeth's involved. Finn out here really thinking that he covered for Elizabeth. And that's hilarious to me. Like, Finn, just because you didn't say the name Elizabeth, you two have been running around this hospital for months just looking like you're about to break and so he goes and sees um elizabeth jason's there he looks panicked jason's like whatever my guy i'm a i'm a criminal and jason literally is just like immediately like do do they know elizabeth's involved 
And Finn's like, no, I kept it to myself. And he's like, cool. Elizabeth, um, you're good. You're good. Uh, if anything happens, I'm pretty sure this man's going to jail. So see you at, you know, the next time I feel like remembering I'm a father. And so that's pretty much what's up, you know, Jordan is involved now, so, you know, this could take months. It could take months. It could take years. Uh, What's coming up next? I think we have, like, the Hayden situation. We have Sam confronting Nicholas, which I'm, I'm very confused by because, like, we've already, you've already done this, girl. But we're going to see what he says and that, what she says. And then Elizabeth calls Nicholas, so I assume Sean goes to see her which is an interesting tweet. You know what? We didn't, Sean already knows Nicholas is garbage. And then what else? We have Spencer pretending to not hate Ava. So he's about to get caught. And there's some other stuff, but I mean, honestly, it's going to be a slow week, but I I enjoy doing daily recaps. If it's super duper slow, like hopefully because it's the Hayden stuff, um, um, I'll do another one tomorrow, but if not, I might hold off until Friday. Um, also, if you're, like, if you're interested, I'm going to be on James Watt Jr.'s show, um, GH30Deeds, on Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Coast time, so if you want to see me live, or in person and not just my voice, um, come and watch, um, but yeah, thank you for listening, if you want to follow me, um, you can do so at port underscore misery on Twitter, and as always, have a great day.